Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Feed. The Tech Feed. With Andy Wells. People enjoy playing video games. In fact, according to IGEA's Digital Australia 2020 report, two-thirds of all Australians play video games. At the same time, though, the World Health Organization recently added gaming disorder in their latest revision of the International Classification of Diseases. Now, back in May, I spoke with Ron Curry from the IGEA about this, as the games industry was a little bit upset about the gaming disorder conclusion, while, of course, acknowledging that there are uh, some potential issues in this area. Now, we're not going to dig further into this today, but instead we are going to see what can be done to make gaming safer. And joining me to discuss this is Dave McCarthy, Corporate VP for Xbox Operations. Hi, David. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. Uh, Thanks for bearing with me through the long uh, intro. Now, you've been uh, at Xbox for the past decade or so. What are some of the main concerns around protecting players and and keeping games fun and safe? Yeah, it's been an interesting time for sure. I think um, you know, we have a lot of concerns and controls that we actually put in place for parents uh, and kids around things like screen time, um, uh, purchase notifications, uh, access to content, and also safety online is a, is a huge issue for parents and kids as well. And we offer a range of controls there for our users. Up to this point, how much ownership has the industry taken in this area around protecting uh, players and users? And, and how much has been or should be up to individuals? Well, as an industry, I think we have to embrace the idea that we need to create an environment where everyone can have fun at Xbox. That's a core belief for us. And the way that that surfaces in our products and services is that, you know, we want to make sure we're providing users as many controls as possible, whether it be, you know, safety around social communications or how they can manage their screen time overall And what we like to do is provide that sort of range of tools and then give people the option to choose what is appropriate for their specific situation, their specific family dynamic, because that choice is a very personal thing. And we want to make sure that gamers can really customize their own experience. Parental controls have crept into more and more devices over the years, of course, including video games consoles. Is uh, having better parental controls a big part of the solution when it comes to uh, safety and, and, um, and, I guess, health? You know, I think parental controls are a part of the solution. So the fact that we can, across our range of social features, allow you to customize, you know, who your kids and teens play with, how they communicate, whether they can engage with um, friends or not, you know, those are all important pieces. But alongside providing those features um, to our users, we need to make sure that we're continually investing in moderation safety practices, um, which we do 24-7 around the globe, and that we're also empowering our community to do the right thing and create an environment on Xbox where everyone can have fun. And that's why we've published things like our Xbox community standards that really lay out in plain words. Uh, what we value, what we expect from people on our service, and what good looks like and what crossing the line looks like. And I guess, speaking of those standards, I guess, and you say you word them quite plainly, so what are some of the things that, that really, um, I guess, kill the uh, the fun when it comes to um, uh, online gaming especially? Yeah, I mean, the way I like to describe it is, you know, <laughs> if you were to walk into a supermarket or a sports stadium and somebody just started randomly throwing insults at you or 
uh, banter that they thought was um, acceptable. You, you probably wouldn't put up for it in those environments, and you shouldn't in, in gaming environments either. So, you know, we try and educate uh, our community around, you know, choice of language that um, even in a, in a scenario as innocent as competitive banter, there's words you can use that are, um, you know, in, in good sporting fun. And then there's ones that make people feel unwelcome or unwanted and discriminated against. And those are the cases where we really try and make sure that um, people have a way to report that, um, but that we're also uh, monitoring for that content and trying to teach people and educate them um, what crossing that line looks like. Okay, that's uh, probably a great setup to talk about what's new then. Uh, I see uh, Microsoft has extended existing family settings across Microsoft devices and apps. So what exactly is new and, and what's the payoff? So I'm excited about this because we've added to our set of 20 plus um, parental and family controls. Our screen time controls are already pretty robust. You can specify down to the day of the week, the hours of the day and the length of time in terms of how much access you want your kids and teens to have, and you can even block certain apps and games and websites if you want to. But what's new for us, and we're rolling out starting today, is that as a parent, you'll be able to specify down to the individual game or app level. So a Fortnite, a Minecraft, a Netflix, you'll be able to specify screen time for those uh, discrete experiences, and those controls will extend across the Xbox console, uh, our Windows PC environment, and even the Microsoft launcher on Android devices. Right, so I could say, uh, listen, f- five hours a week on Minecraft is great, but uh, one hour a week on Fortnite. <laughs> That's exactly it. You could customize it exactly how you want it. Um, you, could, you can specify times of the week, and we really like giving that um, extra level of personal choice to parents. We think it's critical. Okay, and is that what uh, parents have been asking for? Parents continue to provide us a lot of awesome feedback. So screen time um, concerns have been one area. Uh, Spending and purchase notifications have certainly been another, and we've introduced more and more controls there. And then I would say safety is the other one, right? Um, A good example I could give to you is something like cross-network play. So uh, the ability of a player, say, in Fortnite or Rocket League, to play uh, outside of the Xbox Live network um, with, say, somebody on PlayStation as an example. And we've added extra controls for those cross-network play scenarios so that you can control the ability of your teen or child to either communicate um, or not um, with players outside of the Xbox Live network even. And uh, my understanding is, of course, these new features aren't just limited to Xbox. We're talking about um, other Microsoft devices and, and, and apps on, on um, non-Microsoft devices, right? Yeah, it's been important for us to recognize that, you know, gaming habits flow across a number of devices. So making sure that it's a seamless connection to other Windows 10 devices and also Android devices um, through the Microsoft launcher there. I think it's really important to recognize the reality of how kids and teens spend their time, and we wanted that to be really seamless for parents. Okay, so obviously that's going to be quite helpful to families, but of course it doesn't replace actually having to um, actively parent your kids and, and have discussions around, uh, around these topics, right? Well, you know, the way I look at it is that we like to provide, um, obviously, the controls and settings for people to leverage in their families and use as they see fit. 
but even things we have like the reporting capabilities. So we can send you a, a weekly report on screen time activity, the games and apps that your uh, teens and children are playing, um, you know, the friends that they've added to their list and so on. And in my mind, those reports are just an awesome backdrop for you as a parent to sit down with your kids and have a conversation about what you as a family feel is the right balance uh, in your own household. Okay, so yeah, perhaps uh, that report is, is a great tool for a parent. Before maybe putting uh, any sort of uh, limits in place, you could take that report and say, well, listen, this is, this is how you're spending your time on Xbox or, or various apps. Here's what I'd like you to do. Yeah, it sounds like a conversation I have in my own household right now. I have a seven-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. And uh, it is, it, it's interesting for me sometimes to pull out the activity report and put that um, alongside their online grades report as well and have a very productive conversation around how we're prioritizing our time. And I joke about it a bit, but that's, you know, it's the modern reality of parenting is there's so much for us to balance. And I think if we can help a parent by providing some additional insight and these extra tools to help manage things, Hopefully, families will find that really, really useful. The Tech Beat will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. Yeah, I like the idea of uh, putting those two reports side by side, grades and uh, entertainment uh, time uh, <laughs> and device time. No, so you've just, um, these, these new features have just been announced and you're saying they're flowing through to users to put in place from now? They absolutely are, yeah. They're going live this week and um, we're excited to see how people use them. Excellent. David, thanks again for your time today. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.